You are listening to Animal Soul Wisdom Radio, tapping into wisdom of our animals, angels, and masters with Darcy Pariso. Tune in monthly to learn how you can better understand your animals and deepen your relationship. This hit show calls attention to the many roles animals play in our lives. Through stories and insights, Darcy shares how animals assist us in raising our consciousness and fulfilling our soul's purpose. These busy healers help us with transitions and challenges, love us, and want us to have more joy in our lives. Are you ready to see yourself through your animal's eyes? Learn how they're helping you and walk through life with more ease and grace? Working with ancient healing practices, Darcy can guide you and provide inspiration to move forward. To learn more, go to DarcyPariso.com. Hey, hi, everyone. I'm Darcy Pariso, and this is Animal Soul Wisdom. Thanks for joining me today. I'm here every second Thursday of the month at 11 a.m. Pacific and every fourth Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific. And you can also check out the times, the weekly schedule on the Transformation Talk Radio website. It gives all the times for each day. Or you can go to my Facebook page, which is Angels and Animals. And I recommend that you check it out because there's a lot of really fun animal posts. And I've been kind of clicking away, so check that out. Well, today I'm really excited and I'm very honored to welcome Robin Alexis to the show. And if you know Robin, you understand why. And for everyone else, I'm really happy to be able to introduce you to Robin. So Robin's been on, she's got her own show, Mystic Radio with Robin Alexis for over 14 years. So Robin has read us, she's healed us, she's held our hands, and she's encouraged us to trust our own knowing. <clears throat> Excuse me, to trust our own knowing. And I can speak from experience because she's helping me with a lot of things. <clears throat> Excuse me. Robin is a world-renowned clairvoyant psychic, and she specializes in past lives and metaphysical mothering work. Or James Van Prague, one of my favorite people, who's a world-famous psychic and medium, says, my friend Robin Alexis speaks spirit to spirit with babies. Robin's a Reiki master and author of two books. She's appeared on Jimmy Kimmel Live. And Robin graduated Phi Kappa Phi with a psychology degree from Plymouth University in New Hampshire. You can learn more about Robin and her services at her website, which is www.robinalexis.com. And Alexis is spelled like the car. It's A and then L-E-X-I-S, Robin Alexis. And on her website, Robin also has some free eBooks and um, some Reiki healing portals. They're remote Reiki healing portals and beautiful music with them because I use them a lot too for clearing my room and just raising the energy. So check it out. There's lots of really helpful information and it's a beautiful website and it reflects Robin. It's beautiful. So, oh, and the other thing I have to tell you now, so I don't forget, and I will do my best to repeat this and ask Robin also to remind me and bring it up. Robin has very kindly offered a special price of $50 off on her readings. Um, so you need to call her and she'll give you, give you that phone number. And what you do is you have to mention that you listen to the show today. So if you say, I heard Robin and Darcy on Animal Soul Wisdom, you get $50 off a reading. So that being said, I don't want to keep Robin waiting anymore. So Robin, welcome to Animal Soul Wisdom. Thank you so much, Darcy. It is such an honor uh, to be on the show because like you 
teased people, uh, we have known each other for a very, very long time. And we can talk about that a, a little bit further on in the show. But I do want to remind people of what Darcy just said, that I do offer one-on-one -on -one phone readings. And as you're listening to the show, if you're inspired to have that kind of experience with me, in order to get the $50 off uh, special, you call uh, the number I'm going to give you right now, and I'll give it to you twice. It's 530-859-2499. That's 530-859-2499. Now, you will see that phone number on my website, robinalexis.com, when you visit it. But the special is only for people who call that number and say, yep, heard Robin and Darcy on Animal Soul Wisdom and uh, will honor the fact that you're listening. And we're very, very excited uh, that you're listening. And Darcy, would you mind telling people how you and I got connected and how, uh, you know, what our history is? I would love to. You know, I've been thinking about the show and all the lives you've changed. And I know that from listening in over the years and having my own experiences, you know, readings, healings, the radio, and some of the experiences that, that we've shared, um, I have to jump into this one because it's funny. My house was for sale seven years ago and it, it was not selling. And the realtors were kind of scratching their heads. They were saying, you know, it's a great house. Everyone likes it, great location. You know, what's the problem? And we could not figure it out. So I pulled it off the market, I contacted you, Robin, and you immediately saw a drunken sea captain and his angry wife, and they were in my house. And in that couple of blocks, that street, there were these four older houses um, and you know, from another time period, and they had moved them on my street. And so wow. apparently what had happened was <laughs> they were feuding. The wife was really angry with her husband and he was, you know, whatever. And they wouldn't leave. They wouldn't get out of my house. They came from like the one or two houses over from me. And so this was going on and you worked really, really hard to get them out because they were resisting. And I remember you called in the goddess segment and she helped too. And between the two of you, you did everything. You pulled every trick out of the book and... <laughs> And then Goddess Agmuth said, okay, start packing, you're moving. And it was like the day after the next or whatever that there was an open house. And within the first hour, I had a full price offer. Wow. Well, you know, people don't understand that ghosts can affect what's going on in their lives. I mean, think about that. Your house wasn't selling because of a ghost, two ghosts that were in your home and those energies affect us whether we can see them or not. And that's the type of thing that I'm able to see and sense. And I do want to, you know, tell people, you know, often uh, people will be like, well, how do you have the skill set that you do? It's so eclectic. And what happened for me is when I was a little girl, um, three or four years old, uh, I, I drowned. Um, and I could explain how I got myself into this situation that I drowned, but I, I, that's too long of a story. <laughs> I was just a brat, basically. But um, in the process of having that near-death experience, uh, the, the being who approached me is the one that I had learned about. And it, I was raised uh, Christian, and it was uh, Master Christ Jesus. 
And he came to me and he told me that it wasn't my time to die yet. And that the first half of my life was going to be extremely difficult because I had a lot of karma. And I had decided in this lifetime to address the karma. And he said, if I survived all of those lessons that at a future point in, in my life, I would move to the city where movies are made and I would be teaching the truth about spirituality in the media. And I remember um, getting a lot more details than that. But basically what happened is I came back up out of that water. I was rescued by a man in a red bikini bathing suit. I'll never forget that. <laughs> it struck me. You know, those little skimpy bathing suits. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, but anyway, um, I came back up and I could access really anything in the spiritual realm. It was like I was a celestial radio station. And at that point, when I was returned to my mom, the first thing I said to my mother was, my daddy's not my daddy. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I got in a lot of trouble for that because there actually had been some question about that, but I didn't know it at the time. But okay. my, my point is that I had to, um, A, accept the fact that I had all these gifts, which took me a long time because it, when I first came out of the water, I was basically a mystic. And I could remember things and I could see things and I had to shut it all down because the culture I was in, the family I was in, the religion I was raised in at that time wasn't open to it. So I was very, very conflicted. And then through a bunch of other experiences, which I do talk about in one of the books I wrote, Robin's Song, Treasure Your Soul's Wisdom. That's on my website, robinalexis.com for free. I talk about this fact that I blew up I like blossomed into this gift and then it got shut down and then I opened back up again and through these experiences being a, you know a human with gifts waking up I'm able to be of service to people whether it's clearing a home of ghosts so your house can sell or other situations as well so Darcy is there any other story that you could tell the listeners so they'll understand the type of work that I do I do. I do absolutely have another one I'd like to share, but I'm going to um, take a minute to give the phone number because we are taking calls today. And that number is 1-800-930-2819. So 800-930-2819, just to let you know. Another um, experience that I had, and it was something that I don't even like to remember actually, but it was really, really powerful. A friend had asked me if this woman could stay with me because she was going to this event that was held in Seattle. Um, it was a large event. People were coming from all over. And, you know, just out of friendship, I said, sure, she, she can stay here. Well, what ended up happening was um, I didn't even attend the event, but I just felt like I went sideways. Something really hit me. It was like I got, you know, like hit on the side of the head and I couldn't focus. I would sit on the couch all day and just... Um, the hours would go by. I don't know what happened to me. And I knew that something was really wrong. And this went on for days. And I called Bob, your husband, Bob, and said, I really need an appointment with Robin. And he said, you and everyone else, have you been <laughs> to the event? And you were, you were just booked. And I think you must have been working overtime. And when you worked with me, you cleared me. And every time you pulled something out, I just felt it come out. And it was like, yak. 
and then I felt so much better. And this went on and on and on until you couldn't do anything more. I mean, it was just so intense. But after you worked with me, and I think it was, you know, maybe a little over an hour, I was able to function and I was pretty good. But you said, you're okay for now and you're safe, but we have to keep going. There's more. And that was such a, a creepy feeling. And I really learned to um, know who I'm around and to protect myself and my home and my animals to be, you know, be more cautious. So that was a big wake up call and I didn't anticipate it, but I didn't know this person and I said, okay. And so I'll, I'll never forget that. And I know during that time you were really, really busy with all the attendees in the Seattle area. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of juice here to talk about, but um, before we go to um, other like collective ideas in terms of you, Darcy, do you remember if intuitively you did actually get a hunch that maybe you shouldn't let that woman stay in your house and you ignored it? I did. I did. It was, you know, it was some years back and I felt um, this person had asked several people and no one was stepping up. So I just felt that I didn't have a reason to not do it. And I didn't, um, you know, I wanted to be a friend. I wanted to do the right thing. So, so you were willing to bypass at that point in your life, Mm -hmm. You were willing to bypass your own intuition that it didn't feel right out of friendship. That's exactly right. And there was a part of me that really felt I shouldn't do it, but I did it anyway. And from the person, from the time the person entered my house, it was, it was weird. She started off, I was confrontational and then brought me some presents and they were weird. And yeah, beware of people bearing presents is something I've learned too. But, but I really want to go back to, you know, for people who are listening and you're, you, you either are very adept at listening to your intuition and very adept at knowing and trusting and acting upon it. If we can recall what it's like when we first have that experience of, you know what, this isn't good for me. And that's a good enough reason not to do it you know, that we get to be our own best friends. That's what our intuition is about. It is something that is saying, you, you don't need an excuse. You don't need to be politically correct here or, you know, be the good girl or the good wife or the good friend. You need to be good to yourself. And that starts with listening and acting upon your own intuition. And unfortunately, what Darcy and I are both talking about, me from talking about how I reacted to my near-death experience, and I was trained not to listen to it. Darcy is also sharing that she was injured but because she was taught in her life not to listen to her own intuition. So the whole goal of what we teach and what we share through our own personal experience and the gifts that we've both developed, because Darcy has many, many gifts too, is how do we listen to our intuition and how do we enhance the quality of our lives uh, as we move forward? And one of the ways is, um, uh, Darcy, can you recall uh, what it felt like in the very beginning to have that um, knowing? Like, did you feel it in your gut? Did you feel it in your heart? Did you get God bumps? You know, how did you know that you knew that you knew, even though you didn't listen to it? <laughs> um, I instantly felt it in my gut. And I just had this feeling I shouldn't do it, but I also rationalized, like, like I said, but it was my gut and I knew it. So 
we are taught to rationalize. We are taught to, if we get an intuitive feeling, if we can't see in our outer world with human rules that it's validated, we tend to invalidate it. But as we are on a spiritual path, we realize that the way to create our outer world is by listening to that inner knowing. And not everybody gets their same knowing feeling in the same way. So Darcy gets hers by feeling it in her gut. I get mine by getting, I call them God bumps, all over my arms. That's when I'm like, ooh, got to listen. But I'm also, uh, actually, uh, years ago, uh, this is in, in my book, too, if you want to read it, uh, Robin Song, Treasure Your Soul's Wisdom. Um, that is a free ebook right now that's on my website, robinalexis.com. The reason why I'm bringing it up again is because Darcy and I are both talking about how probably as girls, females, maybe even more so than men, I don't know for sure, I don't want to be sexist here, but in our experience, perhaps we would say that because we were female, we were taught even more to ignore our own knowing and to, to do what's right for society or for our families or for whatever, but not to consider ourselves as part of the equation. There's a sense of martyrdom there. What do you, how, what do you feel about that, Darcy? Oh, I, excuse me. I agree. And I grew up in the Midwest and not so far from the Canadian border. So there are lots of small towns and that was just what we did. You know, we did what our parents and the grandparents and the grandparents, and it was kind of this whole generational thing. Everyone followed the same paths. And for the women during those times, what I witnessed was service. It was planting the garden, freezing, canning, um, marking everything, planning, you know, planning for the winter so that they had enough food throughout the winter because we were in an area with lots of lots of snow. It was the upper peninsula of Michigan, Wisconsin border along Lake wow. Superior, three hours from Thunder Bay. So we could have been almost in Alaska. That was the environment. So there was no putting yourself first. It was, you know, you had friends and you did things together, but you, you know, you had to take care of your, yourself and your family, or your family first. <laughs> and there was no discussion of intuition. It was just show up hands on deck. And it sounds like in your situation, it was survival. And I guess if I think uh, with a little more spaciousness in terms of my own experience, we, I, I was born and raised in New Hampshire. The, I can't say that um, the, although the environment was harsh, it certainly wasn't uh, physically as harsh as what you're saying. But in, in our world, um, that New England Yankee Christian, uh, you know, the, the women were supposed to obey the husbands. And it was very culturally uh, known that if you did not do uh, what the church said, and I'm talking the patriarchal church, not the noble patriarchy, then you were going to be, um, you, you wouldn't be loved. You would be kicked out. Uh, you know, you wouldn't be safe. Uh, you and your children would be excluded. And so to overcome all that cultural uh, doc, uh, doctrine was extremely difficult. And so whether, whether it was a, a visible pressure, uh, like what Darcy's talking about, or an invisible cultural pressure, we were not taught 
to live, to know, trust, and act upon our own knowing. And we know now that that is a vital gift for uh, living. That's so true, Robin. You know, that was one of the biggest things that I learned from you. Um, I don't know if you recall, but I think I mentioned a little earlier, about 14 years ago, I stumbled across you by switching radio stations. And How exciting. <laughs> I, yeah, I heard a reading. I went, wow, what is this? You know, what's happening here? And I must have come in in the middle of a reading and you were getting some answers, but I was hooked every Wednesday at noon. Um, I just, was it Wednesday at noon? Right. Um, and I would, even when I worked, I would make sure that I took my lunch and go out to my car to listen to the radio. And so I learned a lot from your program. And that was the main message that really stuck to me to trust your own knowing, because I knew that was something that um, I didn't give myself. And it wasn't really, you know, witness or wasn't, I'm sorry, it wasn't very, um, wasn't around me in my culture so much at that time. Well, I'm so glad to know that your soul brought you to turn radio stations, created that synchronicity so you could then feel the connection and you could begin to come into your own and to the point now where you have your own business and your own radio show in your service in the way that your soul uh, guides you. And I do want to speak about the, the radio show. Uh, the radio show Mystic Radio with Robin Alexis is on every uh, Wednesday live uh, at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on KKNW. And it is, it, it is amazing. People, it's a live call-in show. Uh, my husband is the executive producer of the show, which you can learn more about how that happened by going to my website, RobinAlexis.com, because <laughs> it's quite a story. Okay. But um, the point is that Mystic Radio, when people call in to get a reading, it's not just for the person. It becomes a surrogate healing so that listeners who have a similar situation get inspired. They, they can actually feel a recalibration as their consciousness lifts and, and they become more assertive in their own self-care. So, Darcy, when you heard the call that inspired you, do you remember even what the call content was about? Or do you just remember the feeling that it gave you, like set you into a path of self-discovery? Well, you are going to laugh about this. When I turned the channel, I heard this noise and I couldn't discern what it was. You weren't talking. And I went, what is that? And it sounds almost like something blowing or wind blowing. Or, and <laughs> so I was really intrigued. And um, you were doing a clearing and you were blowing some energy and it was coming across you know, the microphone very strongly. I felt it. And ever since that time, I would always, I would know that I was getting a surrogate healing for myself as you were talking to the caller. And but I remember that it was the noise. I said, what is that? A person's not talking or whatever. And then you came on and I just really felt your energy resonated with your voice and was really intrigued. I didn't fully understand what you were doing. So I couldn't wait to know more. Before long, I was in one of your groups, the, um, the Soul Spa. Mm -hmm. um, and I met a lot of really great people, lots of friends and like-minded people. And then we branched out to other groups and you offer different classes that I took. And um, in fact, you gave me a Reiki attunement and there was just all kinds of, you know, 
I just am in and out of your life all the time. I'm mostly in. <laughs> well, in what we've discovered too, is that we've known each other in a lot of lifetimes. Uh, but I want to go back to the sound. You know, any of us uh, can use sound to heal ourselves in, in situations. And what a grace, what an opportunity to be able to offer that over the sound waves of radio and the internet and and to to be a voice of joy and transformation and you know what dr pat has done is extraordinary opening the space up for so many people to bring their gifts to be of service to inspire people it's it's extremely uh how can i say benevolent it's very very benevolent uh when we join together and and we lift ourselves up Darcy, um, I'm feeling two things. I'm feeling a, a horse uh, energy come around us. But before that, <laughs> I'm also um, feeling some sound uh, coming through. So do you want me to just uh, be with the sound? And Well, actually, the sound just said you're hearing the sound of a horse, like neighing. So um, Darcy, does that mean anything to you that I'm sensing a horse? Um, yes, before the show, um, Ella, I mentioned Ella on the Dr. Pat show on Monday. Um, Ella is a horse that I had a lot of past lives with unbeknownst wow. to me until she called me up there. So Ella's here and I knew that she was around me and she was there Monday and after she passed, she was coming in and her energy just fills my room. She came into my living room and it's like, whoa, this big energy and it was beautiful and light and that was Ella. And yes, yeah, so she's been around and she I, I'll ask why she's here now, but I'd like to, if we have time, I think I'm going to give up the phone line one more time, and then I'll tell you the backstory on Ella, if that's okay. Yes. So that number, if you'd like to call in for a reading with Robin or myself, is 1-800-930-2819, 800-930-2819. So what happened with Ella was... Um, at Centaur Development Wellness Ranch in Snohomish, Washington, Stacey Lewis was having to hug a horse. And I went, oh, okay, I'll go. You know, I didn't really know what that meant, but I'm usually game for things. So people were hugging these horses, and Stacy and I had stopped to talk to another horse on the way down to the arena who was having some problems. So we, we talked to that horse a little bit, and then as I entered the arena and I started approaching Ella, she was just like, sending she was kind of glaring at me and warning me and sending me this energy to push me back like stay away stay away and i was like wow what's that about i don't even know this horse and so i just stayed and i honored her and i grounded myself and made sure that i was in a good place and i asked if it was okay if i approached her and she was really wary so stacy came over and said you know what's what's going on why aren't you over with the horses and i said she doesn't want me to come and so eventually, Stacey worked with Ella. I was allowed to approach her and I could touch her a little bit, but she didn't, she was really nervous. And then fast forward, um, Ella and I got to know each other and she was accepting of me. And she started coming to me like at three and four in the morning. And she was showing me all these, you know, wonderful, happy lives that we had together and to come up and it was going to be so wonderful. And and so I knew a lot about our history, you know, the past lives. On the drive to Snohomish, I heard you're going to be cleared to the core. And I went, oh, I think I was kind of set up here. <laughs> so I got to Stacy's house and she said, 
and she was pacing and she seemed kind of nervous, kind of thrown. And she said, I don't know what's going on, but Ella's really upset. She's been awake. She's kept me awake all night and I'm not sure what's going to happen here, but you know, she knew something was brewing. So I told her that I thought I was going to be looking at these happy past lives, but it looks like they're going to be, you know, probably traumatic instead. And that's what happened. I went down to the arena um, with my dog and she was in the arena. I was sitting outside because I still wasn't quite sure if I trusted her. So I guess I listened to my intuition. <laughs> Good. But um, she came over to, to the fans and she said, first of all, you need to do some healing around losing your baby. You've got more to clear, oh. which I was a little surprised because I thought I had let that go, but it does come up sometimes. So she was right. And then I started seeing all these lives with Ella and myself. And a lot of the lives were that she was my horse and she was killed. Um, for example, there was a life where I was a Native American and I was on her back and I put my arm up in victory, like, you know, woohoo. And, and boom, I hear this shot and my horse, Ella, is shot. Oh, oh, I've got God bumps all over me. Yeah. And, you know, there was nothing to do. I had to, I had to leave her there to die alone. I mean, you know, there was really nothing that could be done. So, but all these lives and they were horrendous and I was crying and I was sobbing and it was really, really hard to see all those things. And Stacy came down after about an hour and she said, what are you doing? You need to go in there and she needs you. She needs you to help her to release also. So I said, she came over and we, you know, we're communicating and releasing. And she said, yeah, but look at her body. So I went over and I hugged her around her neck, gave her a big hug and surrounded her with love. And she started snorting and releasing all that stuck energy from all those lives, you know, just uh, wow, her whole body and the legs and everything. And, um, and so we did a lot of releasing and clearing and our relationship changed. And um, I can say that I just truly love Ella. And when she crossed over, I was really grateful to be able to go and say goodbye to her. In fact, she asked me to bring a crystal. So I did. And Stacy had mentioned, if you want to bring something and I said, okay, I'm not sure what that is. So I feel like I still have a connection with her. Um, since that time she's back and she's happy. She had a lot of chronic itching and a, um, a bone disease in her feet, deteriorating bone disease. Um, I think there were a few other things, but she had the best care. So she was able to manage it. But in the end, she was saying, you know, you need to let me go. I want to go home. And she was only with Stacy for 15 years. So she didn't live a real long life. But at the end, she was a teacher and a healer. She helped so many people in our animal communication classes. So yeah, Ella is, um, she's kind of a rock star for me. And our we went from two very different relationships. One of like, stay back, your trouble, to... Um, Come on up and teach classes and I'll help you. So Ella is with you in spirit. She's joined us on this radio show. And she clearly wants people to know about your gift as an animal communicator. So when did you discover that that was how you were going to use your psychic abilities as, a, as an animal communicator? Well, my story is probably like a lot of others that... I didn't discover it. It showed up. Ah, mm -hmm. <laughs> what happened was um, 
I was listening to KKNW one day and I heard about a Reiki class. It was a Reiki class with Dr. Keisha yours. And I said to myself, I would never do that. I would never put my hands on people and do Reiki. <laughs> and then she said, you don't have to be a practitioner, but if you have Reiki in your body or you're, you know, if you work with Reiki, everything in your life is better. You're just in this flow, you know, this beautiful Reiki energy flow. And I felt like that was said purposely for me. So I took the, the um, Reiki course that weekend. And right after the Reiki course, I was practicing in my home that was not selling. <laughs> I was practicing um, Reiki and people started coming in and I started seeing, um, you know, a lot of people coming in like somebody's grandmother and some flowers in the house and all that. And I would say, what do I do with this? And I, of course I heard, you know, tell them it's not your story. It's not your message. And then I saw um, a little white dog come in and I was going to a mediumship demonstration right before Halloween at a friend's and the dog followed me around all day. I knew that there was a message that there was a person there that was going to get a message from this dog. And sure enough, that dog gave a message and it was really quite funny. Um, at the end of the message, the dog said that her name was Princess. And during the whole reading, the woman's friend kept nudging her and nudging her and saying, that's your dog, that's your dog, and laughing and laughing at all the things she said. And the woman said, well, her name's not Princess. And she just, the friend hooted and hollered even more so. And she said, are you kidding? That's what we all called her. And at the same time, the dog was saying, well, my dish said princess. And so, <laughs> That's awesome. But the, she really thought her name was princess because <laughs> she always said she's such a princess and her, you know, and the friends and so on and so on. But my friends kept saying you're an animal communicator and, and the animals kept coming in. So I thought I better do some training <laughs> and it's been the most beautiful gift in my life. I just love the animals so much their hearts and their teachings um, and the lengths that they go to for us. And they will sacrifice themselves. And yet, you know, they will put themselves in difficult situations to help us too. And there's just countless stories about what they do. And I know you've had a lot of experiences with your cats also. Well, it, it, this is so fascinating because um, as you've been, you know, talking about Reiki and how it opens you up, um, definitely when I uh, was attuned to Reiki, it made me accept my gifts as well. And then, as you say, it just started showing up and it, you just couldn't ignore it anymore. It just was where you were going. But in you explaining how you became aware you were an animal communicator, you also let it be known that you see ghosts and that you're a medium. Um, but it sounds like all those, those are your gifts, like I have many gifts, the one that really gets you going is, is being an animal communicator and hence the name of your radio show, Animal Soul Wisdom and, you know, your website and all the one-on-one -on -one work that you do uh, for everyone. It is, uh, it, it's so interesting to me how we awaken and then how we become of service with our particular uh, God-given talents. And the fact that you brought up knowing a horse and communicating with a horse, uh, not only in this lifetime, but recognizing her as a soul that is reincarnated, that you've actually been with, that is just so expansive for people to comprehend and, and understand that it's not only us who have experiences, it's us with 
not only an animal, it could be a nature spirit. You know, it could be anything that we have some sort of a, a relationship with. And if we don't deal with it in one lifetime, feelings are timeless. And so they are going to uh, follow right along with us until, until we come to it. And a lot of times, the feeling that comes up first uh, is one of uh, tragedy because we push it down. We don't want to feel it. But as we express or, or allow the, these timeless feelings to come through, what's on the other side are these gifts, are these talents, are these ways to uh, be of service. And I believe, and I'm interested to see if you believe, uh, Darcy, that the, our feelings are the doorway to our spirituality. Because if we aren't allowing ourselves to feel whether it's an experience from this lifetime or another one, then our chi gets kind of dammed up with blocking that energy. But once we witness it and let it move through us, we're able to access more of our intuition, which actually is the soul wisdom. So how do you access intuition, soul wisdom? It's by allowing yourself to feel not only what has happened to us in this lifetime, but in any lifetime, so that we can get to the place where we have these gifts, where we can be of service to our own uh, healing, which is what you were just talking about, or being of service to someone else's healing process, which I call Darcy when I want to have help with a pet communication. Because even though I could do that for someone else, uh, it's very difficult for me to do for myself. And so I will call Darcy because I'm in my feeling energy and, and I'm not able to access so much of my ability to, to communicate. Um, and I also uh, want to say that although I do have the gift of pet communication, it kind of reminds me of my ability to cook. All my life, I cooked until I met my husband, Bob, been with him for 19 years. And I cooked him one meal and he said, oh, no, no, he's Italian. He's like, I'm doing the cooking. So, <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, I can cook. I can feed myself. I can feed other people just like I can do pet readings. But the one who's got the Italian energy, who's really good at pet readings, being an animal communicator, is Darcy. So if anybody out there is listening and you want to speak to your pets or you've just discovered that uh, both of us do know how to do ghost communication uh, or mediumship, you could call in and we can, the two of us uh, could uh, team up and give you an on-air reading. So Darcy, would you give out the number again, just in case somebody's going to get brave and call into your show? <laughs> Absolutely. It's 800-930-2819. Well, actually, we've uh, had callers waiting there, ladies. I didn't know how long you were going to run with the messages, but would you like to go to them? Oh, oh yes. yes. I didn't know we had them. Yeah. I, I, yep. We're all ready to go. So let's take Lori calling in from Linwood. Hi, Lori. Welcome to the show. Hi, Lori. Oh, hi there. Uh, hi. How are you? I'm so excited to talk to you. You know, I'm a dear friend of Darcy's and I have recently opened an animal reiki business and received messages from St. Francis that my path should be to heal animals, but I just don't know if you guys could help me. I'm not too sure how I'm supposed to heal animals. Yes, I'm a Reiki master, and I'm fairly new at it, but 
and I'm just struggling with what my my path truly is should be with with animals. Did you want to go, Robin? Yeah, I'll start. Um, what I'm feeling with you, Lori, is that you're you're um, you don't have a lot of clarity on when you know that you know that you know something. So when when you get an intuitive hit, where do you feel it? Well, I get a lot of goosebumps when I know something is right, but I receive a lot of messages through numbers and um, confirmations in in that way or and vision. Okay, so um, you've got a variety of ways that you know that you know that you know, um, but it sounds like those things are almost convoluted in your ability to discern uh, how you're going to be of service to the animals. So I see St. Francis uh, stepping in uh, right now. And St. Francis is uh, saying that, that what's going on with you and the animals is it's a self-worth issue. Would you say that in your life you've had a worthiness issue? Oh, I'm sure I have, definitely. Okay. And with that, I get uh, the reason why is a birth issue presenting. So do you, wh what's the story of your birth? Were you the first child, second child, third child? Were you expected, wanted? Um, I'm the second child, and I'm not too sure that really any of us were wanted. My, my parents, I think struggled. My mom was a great mother, but I think my father had a hard time with responsibility and different things like that. So he wasn't in the picture a lot. Okay. So what can happen, um, Lori, is that sometimes when we are a highly sensitive soul, which clearly you are, and we are pretty awakened, uh, you know, pretty conscious when we're conceived, we can get an imprint in our third chakra, this sort of like a dent in a car, where the third chakra is, it feels that jolt of, of not feeling wanted, of, um, you know, feeling a sense of rejection. And so what we have to do is to go back in time and take that dent out and let our souls remember that even though you know, we chose to come through uh, the, the parents that we did and the parents hopefully uh, wanted us uh, on a soul level, even if they didn't remember it in a biological sense, that all of us are born of the creative force of Mother, Father, God. And I can actually watch the energy starting to shift in your third chakra right now. Uh, do you feel uh, any kind of a sense of shifting in your body as I'm speaking to you, Lori? Yes, very strongly. <laughs> okay. So yeah. what I'd like you to do uh, is continue to allow yourself to remember uh, who you are and that even, yeah, that's it. Beautiful. Your, your preconception guides are telling me that you chose to come in uh, with two things. You chose to come in with a soul mission of soul purpose of remembering uh, extraordinary uh, gifts from past lives of being an animal communicator. 
And, you know, having to work with them, I see these go way, way back. Like I see you training lions and like um, with chariots and things of that, you know, long time ago, Roman looking type gladiators and great big huge stadiums with people screaming and getting into what's going on and so you have an extraordinary uh, uh, memory bank of uh, animal communication and being of service so in terms of is that your calling absolutely the reason why I see that you chose to come in which and got that hit uh, from the parental, like, oh, God, I had to do this because society told me to make babies, when in fact, you know, on a soul level, maybe that wasn't their calling, is because you wanted to know what that animal feeling is when people get, uh, are, have animals. You know, we don't respect the animals uh, when they're coming in, you know, it, that, that disrespect to them. You wanted to feel it uh, for yourself. So that as you specifically brought the gifts that you have, you would also bring an awareness to people to, you know, that humans, when you have animals in your world, they are living, breathing souls who, as like Darcy said, have past lives as well. And so to bring in that more awakened awareness is, is the number one thing that you're here to share with people uh, in your presence, in your role modeling, in your communication and then to just naturally allow yourself to remember as a soul that you have these gifts and they will come. Yeah. What are you feeling now, Lori? Um, <clears throat> I just feel more at peace. I feel more like, I know more, a clear, more clear. Okay. So as you come in with that clarity, I want you to bring that clarity into the 37.2 trillion or so cells in your body and just give yourself permission to know that you can be fully here in your physical form, allowing your full soul wisdom, the treasure of your soul's wisdom to live in every cell membrane, in every cell of your body, that you are here. Oh, that feels good. Does that feel good to you? Yes, I have a lot of energy running through my body right now. Now, <laughs> oh, I'm so happy to hear that. And Darcy, are you sensing anything that you'd like to share? Um, yes, two things. First of all, um, I just got a surrogate healing from you at the same time. <laughs> I oh, wish you good and clearing the same with with Lori. And Lori, what I want to tell you is that. As Robin was talking right from the beginning, St. Francis, I work with St. Francis and he's always on my left and, and Ella came in today. And so she's on my right. And I looked at you and I saw that you have St. Francis and Ella around you also. And that St. Francis um, said very, very clearly that um, each step will be presented to you, that you're on your journey and it's a sacred path and there's nothing to do. It's just, um, you know, to trust and to be yourself and it feels like you're gathering energy like you're picking up speed you know kind of maybe maybe doing some clearing like well Robin did the clearing like clearing you know letting go of some things making room for the new but um you're on a path and I almost see like the game board the game of life where you start at the bottom and there's some you know twists and turns and you can choose which path and how you want to do it you're, you're clearly on your path in St. Francis just talk to him because he's there to help you and he is helping you Oh, thank you so much. So, yeah. And 
I, I did do one of oh. those hug a horse events with Ella as well, and I do feel her energy too. Mm, that's beautiful. And Ella is saying to you that your messaging from the animals just start paying attention to your feet, that the way you used to be in animal communication is you understand that they had four legs, so they were more grounded to the earth, and that they received a lot of messaging up through their feet to in a tactile way to, to communicate. Uh, and so they're asking you to listen to your feet, to understand that that's one of the ways that you will know that you know that you know how to be of service to the animals. Thank you for your okay, call. Thank, thank you. Yeah, so thank much. you, Lori. I'm sorry to keep you on hold. So, Benny, do we have another caller? Yeah, we'll take Shauna now, calling in from Kentucky. Hi, Shauna. Hi, Hi. Shauna. Welcome Hi, to Animal Spectrum. Hi. Hi. Um, so, we have a question. We have um, a new puppy we just got two weeks ago, and his name is Wes. And um, my husband is passed as well. And I, I wondered if he had any messages about the new puppy or anything um, surrounding that. Um, Shauna, did you say your puppy's name was Russ? It's Wes, W-E-S. Oh, Wes. Okay, I knew I didn't hear you. Okay. Um, okay, let me see what I get. And um, Oh, this puppy. <laughs> Oh, he's got, he's got some really fun energy. He's just a sweetheart. Um, mm -hmm. I just, I just want to get on the floor and play with him. I'm seeing, a, this is funny. I'm seeing an image of a Amazon gift card with the box and the ribbon. Uh -huh. And I feel that, that your husband brought this in and to bring in some more joy and laughter, but there's also yeah. going to be some, um, some, I, I, I hate to use the word lessons, but there's going to be some learning. And with the learning is coming an expansion. And this little puppy feels like it's actually um, a just a really strong soul and has messages and mm -hmm. has development for you. And I also mm -hmm. feel that you're going to be learning some um, like some boundaries. And as you take care of the puppy, the things that you will apply the things that he needs, you're going to be kind of um, turning that mirror around and looking at yourself because it will be the same. And is okay. that already happening? Have you started to see um, things like this? Not, not exactly. No. Um, but I would, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. So how old is, is Wes? He uh, was 11 weeks yesterday. So he's a baby baby. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, no wonder he felt like he just felt like this yeah. bubble of love. No wonder he felt like yeah. that. I just, and um, he's a newbie, too. So he's just very sweet demeanor. Yeah. Yeah. He is just a love bug. And you're, he is a gift from your husband. And what is your husband's name? Steve. Steve. Oh. Wow, I, I feel I have to I have to talk here. I'm feeling him. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's showing so much um, love and regret, so much love for you, and and like sadness. Mm -hmm. No, mm -hmm. and I don't often see that. I often will see the, you know, the love and the positive things, and and mm -hmm. that's there too. But um, he feels that the puppy is going to help to bring some more joy into your life. And he mm -hmm. just wishes that he had more time to do that. And he's yeah. he's like, 
like leapfrogging back, go, go, go back, go back. It feels like some of your happiest memories are, are back, mm-hmm. like when you first met and then like anniversaries. Right. And did, did you do like some right. family travel, like some visit family or family travel? Something back to family? Well, also? well, he and, yeah, we traveled with his family some, but he and I have traveled all over the world together. Yeah, because he's just talking about traveling and all the things you did. And he feels like he, mm-hmm. um, like he pulled the cork out of the bottle, like he left you before it was time. Yeah, um, absolutely. But he, you feel him around you? Oh, all the time, yes. All the time. Because I was going to say, if, if not anywhere else, I know um, when you go to bed at night, because I see you going into your bedroom, yeah. he's there, he's, he, he's kind of, I don't know why he's saying this, but he's saying he's kind of like a paperclip. I don't know, that's, I've never heard that before, but I guess he means he's attached to you, but I've never heard somebody call themselves a paperclip. Well, he and I both have the, uh, fetishes with office supplies, we loved office supplies. <laughs> And there were these okay. certain binder clips that he loved, and he would buy them for all the students. So that's probably why. <laughs> okay, yeah. And I thought paper clip. Most people say glue or, or whatever, but he he clearly said the paper clip. And he is, um, you know, he feels really lighthearted and and joyful, and that he is at peace. But he has this regret that he's not with you for all these things physically, but he wants you to know that he's, he's definitely there in spirit around you, as you know. And um, who has a birthday coming up? I do. My okay, daughter just passed and mine is coming soon. Okay. Because he, he's showing me there's a birthday right in front of you. He's showing you and then there's this birthday and um, mm-hmm. he, he's showing, I don't know if you intend to, if you have a plan, but he's showing me something like, um, New Year's Eve, you know, like lighting sparklers and finding the joy and celebrating your life mm-hmm. because he's saying life is such a gift. And if I could mm-hmm. be with you, I'd be there in a heartbeat, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Yeah. And so he's celebrate, celebrate. Yeah. And this puppy, you know, give, give me a call for an animal communication reading sometimes too, when your puppy is further, you know, further along or you have questions. Yeah. 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 And, um, yeah. Yeah. The two of them are together. They're almost like sewed together, like stitches is how they're showing me. And you'll also start seeing well, I lessons. Think, gets- I think the puppy um, was our dog, Charlie, that Steve and I got when we were very first together. And I that's think that's what was I was going to say. Yes. Come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I felt the dog was another dog, but then I was listening to what he was telling me. So I didn't get back to it. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. So Robin, do you see their connection, their past life? Yeah, I felt that Steve wanted to uh, tell her, to to affirm her own intuition that Wes was uh, Carly, their dog, and that he hoped that it would bring back, as you said, Darcy, the joy of their early uh, years together. But I also hear him saying that uh, when Wes, uh, when Carly reincarnated back into Wes, Wes is a, a little... Um, confused and probably could use a pet uh, session with you, Darcy, because Wes, when he's, when he's, when the spirit is Wes and he sees Steve as a presence, as a ghost energy, it's like, whoa, what's going on? And unfortunately, ladies, I hate to interrupt. We need to wrap up the show for today. Oh, yeah. Sorry, but thanks for calling in very much. Shana, Shana. um, give me a call for a reading. It'll be $50 off like Robin. 
Thank you for listening to Animal Soul Wisdom Radio, tapping into the wisdom of our animals, angels, and masters with Darcy Pariso. Tune in monthly as Darcy shares stories and insights on how to better understand and deepen our relationships with animals. Working with light and ancient techniques, Darcy is here to guide you through the process and provide inspiration to move forward. For more information or to listen to this show, visit DarcyPariso.com.